So we're here today to talk about the Teen Advisory Board at the Decatur Public Library. And we are a group of teens and uh, from middle school through high school that come up with different programming for the library, for the teens, and um, just young adults here at the library and within the community. So we have a lot of different activities planned and things that we've done in the past. So... You know, we should probably introduce ourselves. Let me just, um, I'll introduce myself again. I'm Don Wilbert. I'm the Youth Services Manager here at the library. So I do programming and collections for um, babies, basically, through teens. So, next. Uh, my name is Novali Polanco. Okay, and tell us what grade you're in and maybe what is one thing that you want to do accomplish through the Teen Advisory Board? Um, I'm in eighth grade and I don't really know what it's okay. Want to just have fun? Want to have fun? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. My name is Hannah. I am in 11th grade. I'm homeschooled and I love volunteering at the library so that in itself is fun for me. And you've been volunteering at the library for a very long time. Yes ma'am. How long do you think? Well, uh, I think I actually started with the Teen Advisory Board three or four years ago. Okay. So it hasn't been too long. Yes. Yes. But it's been in the family. So. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, my name is Aaron. I am also homeschooled. And I would, I think I would enjoy volunteering at the library and helping plan activities. Okay. Hi, my name is John Daniels. I am a eighth grader. And you be fine in the public library. So say that part again, Jonathan. Um, eighth. It, you're in eighth grade at McCarroll Middle School, right? Yes. Okay. And what do you want to do this year? Just plan programs? Yes, to be fun. Yeah. We can be fun. (laughs) Anybody else have any thoughts on things that you've done at the library? Um, Hannah, would you mind saying a few of the uh, activities we've done in the past that you've really enjoyed? Well, one of my personal favorites would be the teddy bear sleepover that we've done where we get to younger kids will bring their stuffed animals for a sleepover in the library and they'll leave them overnight and we get to take pictures of them doing fun things in the library like playing the piano, playing on the computer, or reading a book and that that one's one of my favorites. Yes, and then we take those pictures and put them into a book right? and we give the kids pick the, uh, their stuffed animals up the next morning and uh, they get to take their book with them so they know yes. all the fun things that their stuffed animal got to do at the library. One of the things that um, I wanted to talk about, I guess, is Teen Read Week, which is coming up next week, which I think will be a fun uh, fun week or could be a fun week for us, uh, for teens. So the Teen Read Week was developed in 1998 by the Young Adult Library Services Association, which is a division of the American Library Association. And it, its purpose is to try to get teens into the library and reading. And this year, um, 
It is October 8th through the 14th. Let's see, there's a theme. This theme this year is Unleash Your Story. So teens are encouraged to write, tell, and share their own stories, as well as find stories, biographies, autobiographies, memoirs, folk tales, and more in their local library. So if you guys want to, you don't have to share right now. I'm saying like next week, if you want to write or share anything, you're welcome to do that. But what I do want you to share right now is maybe what your favorite teen book is, your favorite YA book. It doesn't have to be YA, sorry. It can be any book, your favorite book. Okay. Uh, Maximum Ride, The Angel Experiment. Okay. And that's by? It's by James Patterson. Is that his first one? I don't think it's his first one. Um, but people who like Harry Potter would probably like this series, too. Interesting. Okay. And so you, uh, why would you recommend it? I, I really like the storyline. It's just a really good book. I mean, kids, not really young kids, but um, probably 10 and up would probably like it. Okay. Yeah, I just, I like the book series and everything. Okay, very good. All right, Hannah? Uh, well, one of my favorite books is Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. It's not necessarily young adult, but it's a classic book that, in my opinion, everyone should read. It's funny, and it has a great storyline. You really feel like you get to know the characters. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Um, among my many, I would probably have to say Lord of the Rings is my favorite book. It's a uh, fiction book. Um full of adventures and fights and all that sort of stuff. So I do have to ask you, well, first of all, have you seen the movie? I have not. Okay, very interesting. See, I don't like to see the movie until I've read the book. That's right. Same here. Yeah. Okay. Some, sometimes they can really not get the book right. Yeah, they'll, yeah. Or they'll just ruin the book before you even read it. Yes, and then you try to read the book, and it's not, it's just not the same. So, I'm looking at the book right now, Erin, and it's a very thick book. How many pages are in that book? Um, well, the one I have uh, contains all, all of the, the, the whole trilogy in it, and I would okay. probably guess about seven or eight hundred pages. So, didn't that seem daunting to you when you first picked it up? Uh, not really thinking that it was three different books in one. Okay, so it it was a little bit palatable. And also our family uh, reads a lot of long books. <laughs> okay, so you think that it was pretty easy to get into even though it, it might have looked extra long? Yes, I do. Okay. All right, Jonathan? Uh, I like to read Wonder. Okay, and I think... Polacco is the author on that one. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. It starts with a P. Yes. Okay. So, uh, why did you like that book, Jonathan? Um, it's based on a true story about a boy gets uh, surgery. His surgery. Yes. Mm-hmm. But people thought he was ugly, but he wasn't that ugly. And. Go ahead. He tried to be brave in school to be the best. 
He did. I liked that book. It was, uh, I think it was a very inspirational book. I, I did. Have you all read Wonder? Yes. Not. No. I, I would recommend it too. Yeah. It was I've a good book. I read the series and I got my old librarian to buy the whole series for the school. Wow. That was very good. Okay. So mine, I've got a lot of good, or, you know, like Hannah, my list. And so I pulled a bunch of books. Um, let's see. The Remnant Chronicles, that's just like. Um, the Kiss of Deception. It's kind of romancy, kind of teen romance. And then a nonfiction book was The Family Romanoff. It's actually really good. I thought, oh, this is going to be really hard to read, but it wasn't. It was actually very fascinating information about Russia and their leadership and all that. And the most recent one I've read is The Passion of Dulce. And it is on the Teisha's list. And it's about a girl who believed in her convictions, I guess. And um, is, I believe it was inspirational, and I would recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to talk about some of our upcoming programming. So what do you guys have planned? The, the next teen program that we have. Uh, isn't it the Halloween carnival? It is. So we're going to do two activities that night. We're going to do the children's Halloween carnival. And Hannah, have you done that before? I have, yes, ma'am. Okay. Times. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Because I've actually not ever done it either. Okay. Well, um, the library will set up different activity stations inside the library. There's face painting. There might be a mini bowling session or uh, I think there was a checkers one with ghosts and goblins. So uh, younger kids can come and they get to play the game. And when they finish the game, they get a sticker or a piece of candy to put in a bucket. And so it's kind of like a trick-or-treat session inside the library. Okay. And so what is the role of the teens uh, they program. usually get to help with the games, supervising, pass out, passing out treats, or supervising one particular station. Okay, very good. So then, um, who wants to talk about the program that we're going to have after the carnival? Aaron, you want to say anything about it? Um, the teens will be having their own costume party after the, uh, the younger kids' Halloween carnival. And um, we will be having a costume competition, I believe, with prizes. So you're right. We haven't gotten through all the details of it yet. We're actually going to plan. We're still planning that. Um, that will be fun, though. I'm looking forward to coming up with a costume. Yes. <laughs> I haven't come up with one yet. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan's excited, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so um, what other programs have we talked about? have you guys talked about doing throughout the rest of the year? Like in November or January where we're planning on doing... I love the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving that we usually get to do. It's, it's a very fun event. Yes, and that's for the preschool kids? Yes, ma'am. And younger? And tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, they show the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving movie and then kind of have a mini feast like they did in the movie they have well instead of toast they have croutons popcorn pretzels the same snacks and treats that they served in the charlie brown thanksgiving movie 
Okay, and so then again, what is the teen's role in that? Uh, probably just helping the library staff supervise in general, maybe serving the snacks. I've actually never gotten to attend. I have always been sick. Oh, no. So I'm hoping to actually get to come this year. Yes. So uh, potentially even helping with the setup, you know, yes. setting up the tables and, and getting the things ready for the kids. Uh, and then the, they watch the movie. Right. Yes. Okay. And then, so we'd also talked about doing like a murder mystery game right? Yes. I'm really excited about that if we get to do that. My mom actually suggested that we make it a teen advisory board event. It might be hard to do if you just have someone, people showing up for that event. It would work better if there was a little more planning involved. That, that way you could get costumes and a little more character involved, I guess. Interesting. Perhaps. So we're going to do that one as a group probably ourselves, but I think we should start taking a list of names of, of teens who may be interested in participating in the second one because yes. I know you guys are going to have a ton of fun and will want to do it again. Right. <laughs> um, so we talked about the stuffed animal sleepover and the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving so in January, a lot of times you guys have done speed dating with a book. Hannah. I, I'm referring to Hannah a lot because she has been on the advisory board and has done a lot of these activities. So um, everyone else right now is new to our teen advisory board, and um, which is really exciting that we have so many new members. Yes. So... Uh, well, the speed dating with a book, it is, we have, I think, four separate tables, and someone will previously go through the library and picking out books in different genres, and we have basically four different genres. I do nonfiction, I do not remember the others, but uh, you have, I think it's 30 seconds to a minute to sit down at a table and flip through a book, and if you like it, you get to check, keep it and check it out, and after one minute, you have to move on to another table. So it, it kind of helps you to maybe check out books you won't, wouldn't normally check yes, out. Yes, and pick up a book that looks interesting and just learning to just try it out instead of, well, for, for me, I like to, you know, research, well, what do these people say about it? What, uh, how long is it? And what's it about? All sorts of, I, I tend to delve too deep into that. So uh -huh. it's Good for me to just pick up a book this looks interesting and go with it and try it very good and last year I know we had several people um, checking out books that we had you know as they went through through the rounds so all right and the anti-valentine's party Jonathan did you come to that one last year mm, no no okay so that one was really fun because everything was not red and pink which I'm sure y'all would appreciate. Um, it was more black and just things that were kind of anti-Valentines. And I think we had, we had probably had 15, 20 people at that event. Yes, ma'am. There was a lot. And food. We always have food. So come to our That's events. always the point. Right. And even though it's not on the table right now, I do have it for y'all. <laughs> For, for those who are doubting. <laughs> right. But we are very open to all kinds of new ideas um, for the Teen Advisory Board. Um, 
we want to make this something that is fun for you guys and that you can you know bring in teens for the community so we do have some things that are coming up that you guys can if you're in the library you can do for instance we have different um, coloring sheets that are in the back teen area and if you wanted to pick one of those up and color them and and turn it back in at the library then we will have them cut out and put on the window in in that section over there and we also are going to have a drawing for john green's new book and it is called Turtles All the Way Down. So it's coming out on October 10th, and we hope to um, have a drawing next week during Teen Read Week. So come to the library, check out some books, and uh, be sure to get entered into the drawing for that book. So you were just listening to the Teen Advisory Board, um, and they have recently just voted to change the name to dark which is the decatur area readers council and so that's what we're going to try to refer to that for the most part it's going to be hard to change that over and so now we've got um, chris and denise and i'm dawn and we will be talking a little bit more about the teen activities and and events and books and other things here at the library are recording our podcast today on the Teen Advisory Board, which has been at the Decatur Library for several years. Do you, Denise, know how long it's been going? I think the Teen Advisory Board had already been started when I started, so it's been over 10 years. Okay. So it's been going for quite some time. So if you would like to volunteer with the library and do other things with the library as a teen, you do need to fill out a form and be part of our teen advisory board. I know that a lot of the middle school kids like to be a part of that because they earn volunteer hours for their National Honor Society. And if they need volunteer hours for other organizations or other things they're doing, Applications for college. And college applications. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. So, um, but it's a lot more than just volunteering. The teens actually get to help plan events here at the library. And one thing that we did recently with our teens is to change the name of our teen advisory board. And they have decided to be called Decatur Area Readers Council which the acronym for that is DARK. Nice. DARK. <laughs> so I think that's really kind of cool. So, um, and then we do all kinds of other things as, as a group. So they help with different programming um, at the library. They help with children's programming, and then they also come up with their own programming, things that they like to do at the library, like movie parties and... Halloween parties. Halloween parties. Our anti-Valentine's Day party, which will be coming yes. up pretty soon, actually. Yes. Or in October. Well, I heard, I'm, I don't know who it was, but somebody at some point described that the Teen Advisory Board was really just a party planning committee. Yeah, that's usually how I pretty describe much, it. Whenever yeah. someone comes up to me and is like, what is this Teen Advisory Board? I'm just like, it's a party planning committee. And then we do other stuff. But mainly it's a party planning committee. Yeah, that's true. They do help with summer reading. Um, you know, they come in and volunteer, help count people that come in or 
shelf books or you know different yeah. things like that but yeah it, the main part of it is planning so and by planning we mean that they come up with the ideas they come up with the decorations like they do a lot of the actual party execution yeah there you go <laughs> that was it that was that's what i was thinking. party planning and party, party execution that's right and we also we part of the thing that we do is create the marketing pieces and then they will distribute those to their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I did talk to them though about wanting to learn publisher. Oh, cool. To start doing that and they were all receptive about doing that. So that could be something else that we do. Um, Neat. That's what's really cool about this dark is that they get to come up with whatever they want to do. Which leads me to, we do have a website for Decatur Public Library, and there's a section on there for teens. And we have information about some scholarships and just some other uh, websites that they can go to. But I came across some podcasts the other day that are popular podcasts, and I started listening to one called Serial, and it hooked me. I mean, I only listened to like three minutes of it, and I, I'm hooked. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. <laughs> it's um, over 12 episodes. They talk about a murder investigation that yeah. happened. Yeah. And um, it, it's a true story. So she's just kind of delving back into it to see if it's something that, you know, she can sway you, kind of provide more information mm-hmm. that should he really be in jail or should he not? So, yeah, she goes over the evidence and like I guess she does her own investigation. Mhm. Um all while podcasting about it and yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. And there was another one um that I had looked at listened to for just a minute. Which one was it? There's so many. But I know that uh Radio Lab has been recommended. It's one out of New York, and it's very sciencey. Oh, cool! So we'll have those um, put up onto the website so that they can be accessed. And these these podcasts were recommended by School Library Journal Teen. So the next thing we have is John Green has a new book out. That's right. Turtles All the Way Down is going to be out on October the tenth. We're doing a book giveaway. So if you're in the library, you fill out a little slip and turn it in. That's pretty much it. Then we'll just do a drawing and we will give you a brand new hardcover of John Green's Turtles All the Way Down. If you win. If you win. (laughs) Did I make that clear? You can't win if you don't enter. (laughs) You said all you have to do is fill it out. And we'll give you a <laughs> fill out the, the slip. So maybe you weren't clear. I was but, not clear. But you have to win. <laughs> just just your in case. Slip, that, your slip has to be selected yeah. in the drawing. So not everybody that fills out a slip is going to get a, gets a book. No. Okay. It's one book. I didn't want to mislead anybody. Good. Good. <laughs> and this is also a team giveaway. Yes. So you do need to put your age on there. So adults who are listening, make sure that... Um, you tell your children, uh, well, your teens, not your children, yeah, your teens. Uh, about the book and that they can enter into the drawing. So do you know anything about the book? 
I'm not sure what it's about. Um, well, the book is about 16-year-old Aza. That sounds like Aza to me. Aza to you? Aza, oh, yeah. I'll go with that. So it's about <laughs> 16-year-old Aza, who, with her very best friend, Daisy, decide to pursue the mystery of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett. And there's a $100,000 reward. So together they're going to navigate the short distance and broad divides and separate that separate them from Russell Pickett's son, Davis. So basically this billionaire disappeared and there's a reward to find him and they decide that they're going to be detectives and go and try to find this missing billionaire so they can get the reward. The interesting thing about the book, not just the mystery part, is that Aza has some kind of mental illness. Okay. And so she's trying really hard to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective. But she is living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Hmm. And so I had actually read that, though like it's not really autobiographical, John mm-hmm. Green taps into his own troubles that he's had with mental illness. Interesting. And so he uses that as uh, inspiration for Aza. So a lot of the story, story is told from her perspective. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of filtered through her perception of yes. the world, the way she sees the way things. She sees it, yeah. That's interesting. So his books are um, typically sad. Yeah. Have elements of that in it. Your so favorite, like, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious how this is going to play out. How it's going to play out? Yeah. Something something sad's going to happen, I'm sure. But it doesn't sound like anybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the billionaire who's missing? Maybe? I don't well, know. Yeah, I guess they might find find out that he's not missing. But But John Green hasn't released anything since The Fault in Our Stars, which came out in January of 2012. So it's been quite some time. Yeah, it's a long time. Mm -hmm. So his other book that I read, which I can never get the name right, so I'm going to go with Looking for Alaska. Yeah. Oh, I got it right. (laughs) I always say Finding Alaska or something like that. Uh, That one was really good. Yes. I did question some of the content as far as YA, mm-hmm. I think it would definitely be an older YA. I have not read um, Fault in Our Stars or watched the movie. Oh. So that is on my list of things to do. But okay, can you compare the two as far as the content? Um, um, I would say it's probably in the same. Okay. In the same age range. Okay. So most people, if they've seen Fault in Our Stars, they can kind of. Mm-hmm. have an idea what the other one's like yeah so do you know what turtles all the way down means i don't i do not either okay so turtles all the way down is an expression of the infinite regress problem in cosmology but posed by the unmoved mover paradox so basically the metaphor in the anecdote represents a popular notion of the model that earth is actually flat and is supported on the back of a world turtle which itself is propped up by a column of turtles. Questioning what the final turtle might be standing on, the anecdote humorously concludes that it is turtles all the way down. So it's not a turtle standing on a rock? No. At the bottom, kind of like in Yurtle the turtle? All turtles 
all the way down. So, An infinite amount of turtles with another turtle standing. Well, if the universe is infinite, then why not an <laughs> infinity of turtles? Turtles. Why not? That makes my mind a little crazy, <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> I'm actually very curious to see how that fits into the book. Like, yeah. is it just a favorite saying of hers, or yeah, or what? I do not believe the earth is flat, by the way. Just <laughs> going to clear that up. Good to know. So make sure you get into the library to um, enter into the drawing, because we are going to be drawing... On the 10th, because that's the day the book is released. Mm -hmm. And so we will announce the winner on October 11th through our social media. And of course, we're going to get a copy in the library for people to check out as well, I'm sure. Oh, yes. So if you don't win, you can still read the book. You just have to check it out. Mm -hmm. And make sure you get on the list, like put a hold in if you if it's checked out. Yeah, so that's pretty so. quick. Okay, so do we want to talk about some teen programming that we're going to have coming up? On Saturday, October the 14th. Oh, yes. I think we do need to talk about that. So, Chris, tell us. Tell us about the new, is it tabletop gaming? Yes. We've, we've um, some of our listeners, I'm sure, are familiar with uh, our gaming programs in the library uh, that we meet every second Saturday from 10 to 2 as what started out as a tabletop role-playing game. Uh, sessions where we played Pathfinder and other role-playing games. Uh, recently, we've had several expans expansions to our gaming group, so it's no longer just a tabletop role-playing group, but uh, just a gaming group in general. So we've given it a more generalized name. I just call it tabletop gaming and role-playing in the library. <laughs> if I want to play Scrabble, can I come? You know, if you want to host a Scrabble group, then I think that that would be great. I can't guarantee that all the people that come will want to play that, but if you want to bring some of your players, uh, that's one of the things I've emphasized, is if you have a group and you want to come and host a game, whether it's Scrabble or uh, Pinochle or... Oh my goodness, Pinochle. You know, I want to learn how to do that. Or, or Settlers of Catan or you know some of the more popular stuff. If you have a group you want to bring and you want to kind of entice new people to play your game too, then then we've got lots of tables and not lots of space, but we'll fit you in somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and didn't you say Pokemon? Yes. Yeah, so two of our new our new main additions are the Pokemon trading card game. A couple of gentlemen that uh, are obviously fans came in. They decided they wanted to host that, and it's been a really popular group. We see an increase in numbers every month, so um, that's really exciting. So if you're into Pokemon or the Pokemon training card game, or if you've never played it and you'd like to, uh, come in, You know, bring your kids. They are happy to teach people who are just starting for the first time. And that is for all ages, if you're, you know, uh, reading required. So you know, it, it helps if, if your kiddos can, can read. But, uh, but other than that, it's, you know, all ages game, good for everybody. I've seen everybody from children to adults playing it, so cool. it's cool. And uh, we now also have the uh, Magic the Gathering trading card game hosted at our gaming sessions, which has been around for decades. So it's already got a very well-established uh, audience, and 
and it's good for, for teens and adults. So So if I'm interested in playing Magic the Gathering. Yes. And I come in and I have nothing. If you come in, like if you have no cards or anything. Yeah, like I just have an interest and I wanna know what's what and I come in. Well, if you come in and uh, and you don't have any cards and you just want to learn how to play, we actually have a an assortment of free welcome decks oh. uh, that were graciously provided by Amanda's Comics and Denton. Um, so we've got a bunch of those. So if you don't have any cards, you don't have to go out and buy any. Just come in. We'll give you a free welcome deck, and someone will be glad to teach you how to play. So, what if I'm a little shy? This whole role-playing thing kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um, is it, I mean, is, what it, what would I expect, I guess, if somebody coming in and is more on the shy side? Well. Is uh, it a lot, like, drama? I mean, acting? There, there can be drama. Some people <laughs> play for lots of different reasons. Okay. Uh, people play as a, a form, form of expression, kind of like improv, and they like give their characters you know, interesting voices and accents, and some people play just for the game aspect of it and like the, the strategy and the challenges. Um, some, pe- and some people, a lot of people, uh, regardless of the other reasons they play, like the group aspect of it and just playing with te- a team and you know belonging to the group i have some players uh you know teenage players that come in and they are not real talkative you know you think that they're the shy type and and i'm you know i play with them and i'm like i'm like they didn't see anything so i don't even know if they really enjoyed it but i have a couple of players like that that have been coming for years and and they don't you know they don't get so much into the acting part but they just like coming and playing and participating okay and uh so yeah, it's a good good program for teens. For teens, as far as the role playing goes, we have uh, Savage Worlds, which is a a good beginner uh, role playing system. And I am actually well, we have two tables for that. But I the table that I run myself is pretty much the teen table. Okay. And like I said, I have several teens that I've had for years, and I've seen you know these teens grow up over the last you know the three or four years we've been doing this program. And uh, and it's good. I've seen you know a lot of growth and and people kind of come out of their shell some to the people that have they've grown up. So nice. So it's yeah definitely good. Um, good for that aspect because you're you know you don't have to play yourself. You can play something different, and that kind of encourages people to open up a little bit more. Okay. And then uh, we also have uh, a table for. Pathfinder and Dungeons and Dragons, two other popular role-playing systems, and it's a teens to adults table. Very cool. So just thinking about the last couple months, about how many people have you had at your events? Uh, like just within the last few months or just in average? Well, yeah, give us an average, I guess. That would that would work. Well, before I think I was seeing like an average of, you know, 10 to 15 people mm-hmm. every month, probably about about half or half to two-thirds of those are teenagers, actually. Okay. Because it, it is pretty popular among the younger folks. Um, with all our new programs and the new games that we're hosting, we're seeing uh, usually an average of about 17 or 18 people or more every month. So every second Saturday of the month. Very nice. And probably about half of those are teenagers. So... Um, yeah, bring your teens and your kids and 
and adults too, everybody. But definitely bring your teens. (laughs) Yeah. So October fourteenth, ten to two. Yep. Our next uh, next one's going to be October fourteenth. So come check it out. We got role playing and card games, and and uh, if you have a game you want to host, come and do it. So what happens if I can only get here at eleven and I have to leave at one? Uh, if, it does, can I do that? Yeah, if you only if you're time? only available for a for a window of time, um, that doesn't work so great for the role playing games since they are kind of like episodes where you have to be present for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the other games like the Magic the Gathering and the Pokemon mm-hmm. card game, um, those are kind of good come and go because you can sit down and play a game and only take you like ten to twenty minutes, and then if that's all you have is an hour, you can play a couple games and go. Okay. If you have a game that you want to host, make sure you contact Chris. You can give us a call here at the library. Or you can email him, which you can find his email address on our website at decaturpubliclibrary.com. That is correct. So one of the other upcoming things that we have for the teens is our Halloween party. Yeah. Chris and I were talking about that. So... What's going on at the teen Halloween party? Because we know it's happening, well, but we didn't know like what the activities were. Or we're hoping to have it in the garden, so it'll Ooh. it'll be outside. Okay. And even if it's a little cold, we're gonna probably still host it out there. And it's going to there will be a contest, um, a costume contest. Ooh. They are debating on um, what to do if you don't wear a costume. So, consequences. There's going to be consequences if you don't wear a costume? Maybe something scary. Something scary. <laughs> we'll have to see. I don't know. They well, haven't really actually come up with They are the dark. They, they are. are. The, you know, so it, it'll, it'll be dark, whatever. <laughs> That's right. Um, but they're um, planning just some different games, uh, maybe a scavenger hunt, uh, prizes for the different contests, uh, like the scariest contest, the prettiest, not contest, costume, thank you, Mm -hmm. Um, the prettiest, and there are several other categories, and they may have some music out there and different things, so we'll have some food, obviously we'll have food Mm -hmm. and drinks for the teens, and so middle school and high schoolers are... Welcome to come over. And it's going to be from 6 to probably 7.30 since we close at 8. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sounds like a blast. On Halloween night? It will be Halloween Ooh. night, yes. We are having our Halloween carnival for the kiddos from 4 to 6. And our teens um, that are members of Dark are going to be here helping with the different games and activities that we have for the the younger ones and then they're going to move into their their event cool well, so, sounds like fun mm-hmm. yeah so something else that's going on um we've got teen read week october 8th through the 14th october 7th there is actually a texas teen book festival in austin Ooh. it's a free event they have a lot of different authors i know uh Tom Hanks has written a book, and he's going to be there, but his event is sold out, so you have to have a ticket for that one. Um, (laughs) Sorry. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of different authors that if you want to do a road trip for the day, head on down to Austin. Mm -hmm. 
And it's at the university, St. Edward's University. Oh, cool. So take your teens. Send it to teen yes. event, right? <laughs> and, and if so did Tom Hanks write a teen yeah, book? Yeah, is it a teen? I don't know if it's a teen book. I know he wrote a book. Yeah, I thought it was like short stories. I thought it was just a collection of short stories written by Tom Hanks, America's dad. I call him. I'm yes. pretty sure he's America's dad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. Sure. <laughs> and, but I thought they were more of the adult age group. Though I can't see well, Tom Hanks writing anything like scandalous. Right. Okay. <laughs> but there is, um, I know that there are other book festivals. I, I'm pretty sure I have my information right that he's going to be at that mm-hmm. one. So, hopefully, I'm not totally mistaken. <laughs> well, at this point, it's sold out anyway. Right, right, right. exactly. <laughs> Whatever can, it is. But you can still attend the other parts of the yeah, book yeah. festival. You don't, even if you can't be there to see Tom Hanks, right? Yes, they have all kinds of other authors there, and um, typically, they give away free books. You can, you can bring your books to have signed if you have an author that's going to be there. But it should be fun. I was just thinking, like, if you're an adult and you have teenage children or teenagers if you have mm-hmm. teenagers and you want to get in you know maybe, maybe you're into YA novels or whatever you know kind of like the the dad that takes his, his young people to see the concert because he really wants to see he's the one the concert and he just yes. uses, uses his children as an excuse so like that is true. you know just grab grab your teenager even though we know you're the one that really wants to <laughs> to see all these YA authors because YA is, is popular among adults too oh yeah it really is so. and I mean I've been reading more of it recently and they're really good books I mean John Green for example yeah exactly so what's your favorite YA book Chris oh man I don't I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the last time I, I like I picked out a YA novel just to specifically just to read for myself. Um, Did yeah. you finish Sorry. Hideous Love? That's actually a YA book. Did you start it? Yeah, of course. I, po- I even posted some stuff on the Facebook. You page did. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I am. I'm, I'm. If we're on the you know on the record, no, I did not finish it because. Like immediately in October, I had to do my book, the one that's the uh, Devil's Call, the Western with witches. So, and I hadn't I hadn't read it before October got here. So, I'm trying to wrap it up real quick so I can start posting yes. stuff on that. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. So, what did you think about it? What you have read? Uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, you know, I really like the historical aspect of it. Uh, I like that it was written from from her perspective, and uh, and I'm a you know I assume that there a lot of it was accurate, like the things that that she went through and the relationships she had with her, uh, you know, her sister, her and mm-hmm. uh, and her dad and her stepmother, all that. I think there is you know as accurate as she could have gotten because. There were letters and things. Yeah, that it was based on. Yeah, that she was able to base a, a lot of that information on. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't understand the why it was written in verse because I felt like a lot of it read more like a journal or diary or letter or something like that. There were some parts that were poetic, but for the most part, it could have been written 
and prose, and it would have read the same. Yeah, that's. So, I think that some of the critics made that same comment. Yeah, that she just used short lines and called it poetry. <laughs> so, but I think that's a just sort of what happens when you try to write a whole book in verse. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a minor gripe. I mean, it didn't ruin the book or anything. I just didn't understand why it was necessary, that's all. Yeah. And I was kind of scared to read it even because I'm like a whole book mm-hmm. in poetry. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I can do it. <laughs> but it, it flowed really well, and it didn't seem like I was reading poetry, which... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and visually it's less intimidating. It's like, you you even though it may not be poetic... As you read it, it's like you focus more on each line because it's broken up visually and you don't kind of get lost in the page. Yeah. So I can definitely see the advantage of, of that. Yeah. All right, so that was this episode of the Long Overdue Podcast. Remember to check us out on our Facebook page, on our website. Check us out on Twitter. We're there, too. We're all over the place. Decatur Public Library. That's right. Dot com. <laughs>